and gentlemen, welcome to the Friday Wrap-Up with Greg Campbell, Paul Stevenson, and David Warren. Get the latest of what's going on in Ottawa when it comes to real estate, mortgages, and whatever else they want to talk about. Have a coffee, some laughs, and learn something new each Friday at 10 a.m. What, fu- what a funny morning. We tried to look at me. I think I'm red in the face from all this. Jeez, I'm embarrassed. What just yeah, happened is, there? Uh... This is a little ridiculous. That was crazy. We've been doing this now oh, for three there weeks. We go. Okay, so you know what? Let's just get into it. Yeah, so, sorry guys. I had um, all of a sudden, I'm going to explain to the audience what's happening. So the, so the way that it works is, is we want to share, we want to share this on everyone's page, but the way that the software works is we can't tag until we go live. So we were going to tag behind the scenes and then when I go to edit the post in Facebook it brings me to a new screen that I've never seen before in my life to edit the post so I couldn't edit the boys and share so you guys just go and share it on your page I guess you know what and compounded on that we had speaker we had, and yeah, microphone set, issues yeah. and uh and outrageous out, out, absolutely outrageous and I've been doing this long enough for this thing not for this not to happen these things do not yeah. happen Paul had trouble on his it. end I got trouble on my end levels are hot I can't adjust it Jeez, I think it's time to go back we tried to bed. To, uh, yeah we purposely came on at 9:45 to get this to sort out the technical issues <laughs> Well, no, we well we kind of. Anyways, so okay, everybody watching, thank you. We're just getting going here. Clearly, um, did you guys both share on your page? Since since uh, apparently I, I know no, nothing I about technology this morning. Go, I have. I go ahead and right. share it, and let's let's get going. Everybody else who wants to share, please do it. We got uh, we got some good stuff to talk about today. I think we're we're getting into. Um, oh, Aaron Fry, the music was good. Thanks. Something uh, something coming. <laughs> something coming. Um, What's great is that Dave and I didn't even hear the music, so we're just. Oh, you uh, guys couldn't hear. Okay. <laughs> no, well, I couldn't. No. Hey, so I take people's word for it. So I'm. Yeah, yeah. I, so you know. You know what? I, I'm gonna have. I, I'm gonna have to really in- investigate because that whatever's happening right now is not not cool. Um, good thing this software I use has a great group. They communicated to me very quickly when I asked them the question, uh, and I think I'll troubleshoot it later. Anyways, everybody, it's the Friday wrap up. It's Friday, guys. How are you? Uh, well, I mean, could have been a better start to the day, but, uh, you know. It feels like a Monday. It feels like a Monday Friday. It does Friday. feel like a Monday just now, just because of what happened there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, compounded with waking up to snow, like yeah, what the right. heck's going on. I know, uh, dude. I got up. I got all like, yeah, summer fresh. Summertime fresh. Yeah, yeah it's snowing. You know, Total nightmare. Poor decision. Poor clothing decision. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Hanif says, I prefer hip-hop music for background music. That was pretty close. It was pretty urban. It was pretty urban, bud. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't hip-hop specifically. Maybe I'll get you Maybe I'll get you on that one next time. Anyway, so, so today, I mean, let's just, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Airbnbs. We're going to give some market updates. Buying versus selling and new builds. Is that, that's cool with you guys, right? That's what we're going to talk about? Yeah, I think that's perfect. I love it, and uh, and as well, I mean, I got some some numbers that just came out today. Some new, some released uh, uh, economic numbers that the government just released this morning, so we can kind of touch on that as well. You know, you, hot off the front. Oh price. yeah, okay. You, you know what's funny, Dave? I, it's just you just said that, and I feel like that means that that should be the beginning of it because I, I think people want to hear that. Do we want? It's current. Sure. Let's let's just start with that. It's. It, it's not all doom and gloom. All right, it's actually all right. better numbers than they were expecting. That's great. Uh, two, you know, sounds terrible. You know, it's not ideal. Uh, but uh, 
This morning, they announced in April, two million uh, jobs lost, okay. 1.3 of them in the service industry. Um, so unemployment rate jumped to 13, but they're expecting significantly more than that, actually. Um, 720,000 people in Canada deferred their mortgages. 720,000 uh, people. Correct. Okay. With So the numbers break down. The average mortgage payment in Canada is $1,326 a month. So if you look at that on a monthly basis of payments that were deferred, it's $954 million a month in mortgage payments that were deferred. The maximum you can defer right now is six months. So that's $5.7 billion in mortgage payments that we're, or people are deferring uh, right now. So, you know, what does this mean? Obviously, there's, uh, you know, going to be an impact uh, to those people with those mortgages. That's, an, you know, less money back in the marketplace. That's less principal payments uh, actually being, uh, uh, you know, paid down. Um, the numbers are, are certainly interesting in the fact that, you know, there was two million jobs lost, but there was seven and a half million people that applied for that CERB payment, that the uh, the Canada uh, employment you know benefit, where that for the two thousand a month. So they're saying the the numbers are might be a little bit skewed, but also that you know there's likely a number of people that applied for those benefits that you know probably will should maybe not be spending that money that might be getting it clawed back if they didn't actually, you know, 2 million people are lost their job, but 7.5 million uh, applied for that benefit. Yeah, I think for that too, there was, a, there was a lot of uncertainty too around, I think in the beginning of who could apply, who couldn't apply. So I think some people may have applied thinking, well, you know, I'm away from the office or my income has dropped a bit, so I should apply. So there probably is going to be, it's probably closer to, you know, uh, 2 million that lost their jobs, but it's probably close to, you know, Seven million that were affected, or that their income did drop. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that kind of settles. I mean, the, there's always the uh, you know that CERB also applied to people in you know as they put it you know the gig economy, uh, the self-employed things like that, which aren't necessarily you know those job loss numbers don't incorporate uh, self-employed individuals or the gig economy, the cash economy. Um, right. They don't. They don't include self-employed. Is that what you just said at all? Well, in those typical job loss, I mean, those are figures that, uh, you know, salaried right. individuals okay. or people that are on payroll, a self-employed individual is, is harder to, to track. Uh, to track. And same with cash jobs, you know, people that right. own stands at, uh, the, at the farmer's markets, you know, things like that. Um, you got all these cash jobs and gig economy that we run off of. So I wonder what the, what that, the difference uh, is there. So that's why they're saying that, you know, our unemployment rate, you know, is likely higher than that 13 mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that seven and a half million applying for the CERB encapsulated those employed plus self-employed plus, you know, gig economy. So, you know, it's likely higher, but I thought those were pretty interesting, you know, positive numbers, 85%, the numbers came out for April rent payments that 85% of people made their rent payment, which, you know, is certainly uh, certainly a good thing um, means that those serve payments are, are helping people you know keeping that yeah, keeping them for sure uh, in their homes and, and and for landlords too you know how does that impact uh, impact landlords impact investment properties um, that uh, you know if 85 percent is much higher than they were projecting so it's uh, I think for all of you landlords out there and all you uh, investors or, or looking to invest those are certainly positive numbers I think which uh, you know will ripple 
you know, when we talk about uh, housing pricing and, yeah. and all of that. So it's a really interesting number. Like, you know, what, you know, what does that really mean? Like how long, <laughs> you know, how long is this going to, is it going to go on where those numbers are there or they, or they rise? Does it seem, do you think, does it seem like we're getting back to some work? I know there was been, there was some um, uh, new services that were brought back into effect. Like, was that just this week, mm -hmm. right? Does, yeah. it, does anybody yeah, have I any mean, more and, info uh, on as of today, uh, places like the Home Depot, you know, Home Depot, Lowe's of the world, they're able to open. You can now go into them um, and peruse as opposed to just curbside pickup, uh, things like that. And, and over the next few days, there'll be the provinces opening up more and more, but obviously with, you know, certain restrictions. Um, but uh, so, I, you know, there will be certainly some of those, you know, those people that were affected with job loss in the service industry and, and retail you know, they'll start being Hopefully able to get back to back. work slow, you know. Well, speak, yeah, so um, speaking of that, why don't we get into construct the construction side of things? Because, I mean, the construction, yeah. the new builds were hit pretty hard. Um, you know, I, I know right now they're allowing the healthcare sector um, and anything to be that was to be completed before October 4th to continue working. They're do, uh, still doing schools, which I think is great. Um, but, you know, I got a question. Like, what does that mean for the bills that were supposed to be done in January or February and March. Like, do you, yeah, I have a friend, I have a friend who uh, was actually supposed to move into from, from a rental to a rental, but it was a new build that they were moving into <clears throat> and they've been delayed now from April 1st till end of May. So there's a two month delay there where now they've had to put all their stuff into storage and they're living with family and there's kind of a, a weird mix up there. So I think it's kind of rippled through not only per buyers, but renters as well. It's just the whole, uh, the whole economy of real estate has been affected by that new build, right? Because there's there's already a low supply, so now putting a halt right. to that has and so, kind of rippled and so through what, And so what happens here? Like, who's responsible? Like, is you know, it's the builders can't build, and of course, and, and of course they have you know in the contract, it's like if the builders push back the closing date, then you know legally they're responsible for you know by too far anyways. Then legally, um, the buyer is allowed um, you know a payout for a temporary amount of time but like is that is that going to become a thing or are the builders going to be reaching out for government money as well so as i understand it in the um and i saw a letter from one of the builders referencing it uh that they do have in fine print a clause for um uh, exactly this which is outrageous that they even foresaw it, but um, events completely outside of anyone's control for shutdown that those critical dates wouldn't apply. I don't know if that's wow. in the Tarion. I don't know if that's in the Tarion contract. I don't know if it's in this specific builder's contract. I'm not sure, but uh, but that um, you know, I, I had a client that was that was pushed. Um, their date was has been pushed till July. Um, from May and, and even at that they, they, they referenced that clause um, and and they said you know depending on whether we have the materials because it's not just you know the work stoppage but yeah. it's also material flow where you know it's coming a lot of the materials are coming from other countries um, things like that that you know uh, whether it'll be done even for July but they're they're not from what I gather from that clause is that they're not going to be financially responsible like if it was just their delay or missing those tarry on dates. And I don't know, again, I don't know if that's tarry on. I don't know if that's, uh, if that's the builder clause that's allowing for that. I'm not sure. That's pretty crazy. 
Like mm-hmm. that leaves a lot of people that could leave a lot of people in a really bad position. Yeah. You've, you know, you've sold your house. Yeah. You know, expecting a May closing and vacancy rates in Ottawa are at 1.8%. Where the heck are they moving to? Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, kind of leads us into one of our other topics as well. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, yeah, like short-term rentals. But um, yeah, it certainly has that, that ripple effect, right? Like everything that's ongoing, you know, regular housing starts for those multi-unit residential, for uh, rental buildings, new condominiums, things like that. I mean, it's hard to time when to sell your home, you know, um, if you've already sold it. Uh, yeah, we had a friend of ours, a bit of a different issue, but, you know, started selling his home in February, planning to uh, be a bit of a nomad and travel the world, uh, you know, working and, and seeing new countries and broadening his, his horizons. And uh, his home is now sold and he's renting <laughs> because he couldn't, you know, he can't leave his home sold. And I think there's a lot of people that's a, obviously a one-off, but I think, to Dave's point, I think there's a lot of people that now had sold their home, and if they're buying a new build or if they had plans to move into uh, something else, or they're, they're now kind of up shit's creek, right? They have nowhere to go, and their home sold, and they're sitting with a pile of cash and nowhere, wow. nowhere to put it or place it or place themselves. And ironically enough, he moved into one of our other friends' Airbnbs. He rented yeah. long. He did a long did term, a long month-to-month term rental. He on could. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So let's get into this just out of that. And uh, Hanif also mentioned he says time to move to an Airbnb. And Hanif, thanks for that because we we're actually going to get into this topic here. Airbnbs are basically toast for now, right? I mean, you. I mean, really, it certainly is like the. Um, the market you can't travel people aren't coming so buy you know people renting airbnbs like they were last summer is not happening um so it's certainly the market's shifting in the sense that you know for those airbnbs are having to become short-term rentals for people like our buddy you know needing a place for who knows how long uh he's figuring out a a a more long-term arrangement with that landlord and owner um i've got an airbnb myself uh that we would typically rely on. We thought we were completely up the creek uh, for the summer, and and it, you know, and but now we have um, we've switched it to like short term, you know, longer term. You know, we've got a insurance claim family in there that, you know, they're there for for two or three months, and uh, and I think that's you know really where a lot of them are going to have to go, and then likely probably pos- reposition into long term rentals. That's interesting. So you're thinking Airbnbs will t- turn into short term rentals for some of these people that are having problems <laughs> closing on their yeah. new builds. I, I mean, it makes sense. And- and and short term not as in like a weekend. Short oh, term yeah. as in you know, a couple of months, like a month yeah. plus, or you know. But again, months. because there's less there's less people traveling and such, there are also more available, right? Like more people yeah. that had them listed as Airbnbs that are now available that people can kind of slide into. Well, that's you know I was reading about this and it's really interesting how you know Airbnb you know they took they're taking pay cuts or they're not founders aren't paying themselves now they're holding back on the IPO they were supposed to do this year because of all this and then they're talking about super hosts how they're you know, giving them some back some cash up to 25%, I think. But, you know, and then you've got, <clears throat> excuse me, then you've got like all these super hosts panicking um, because they're basically saying that, you know, they're going to be screwed if Airbnb doesn't work. And I'm kind of like, well, how, how did you put yourself in that position? You own like 10 properties that you Airbnb and what that's like, that's your life and you're screwed. You have nothing to protect yourself at a moment like this. Like they're going to have to sell. It's like, okay, well, sorry for you, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It's just kind of a, yeah. a weird scenario. Yeah. I think, I think people saying that they're, 
you know, they're done for, it's yeah, you know, like, pretty dramatic. You, yeah. you can get a long-term tenant in there. If the numbers, really at the end of the day, if the numbers don't work mm. based on, you know, what that unit could get for long-term rent, then that's, you know, that's your fault for buying that property overpriced that, you know, right? the only way of making it work is relying on uh, an Airbnb. Overpaying like, Airbnbs, yeah. But, yeah. but I will say from a financing standpoint, you know, this being a, a real a mortgage and real estate show that, uh, that from the banks hate Airbnbs before, this pandemic. They won't finance Airbnbs. After this, you know, we thought that maybe with the two-year average, you know, it'd be Airbnbs lasting for a period of time that banks might start to open up to it. With this, there's no way that any of them are going to lend on on Airbnbs uh, at all. Um, you know, which is... It'd be interesting to see of those uh, requested deferrals, how many of those were Airbnbs. Very interesting to see. I bet a lot, man. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's a number we'll never know. No, no, of course. No, that's what I mean. It'd be bank, interesting to the see. The thing but... is, to, to their bank, they never told them it was going to be an Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. May, may, maybe not even an income property. <laughs> it's just you know. Yeah, yeah. Little sneaky. Uh, yes, it'll be. Um, and I think, you know, with as things kind of roll, like you were alluding to earlier, you know, will things get improve or you know, as things open up or get worse, you know, as those. You know, as the longer it goes on, I think we, you know, time will only only tell. And the hope is, though, that it's not going to be a roller coaster like it was with, you know, uh, the Spanish flu, let's say, you know, in the early 1900s, where it was three waves of it yeah. over an 18 month period, um, which uh, which will be interesting as well. Like, will people over the summer say, screw it, I'm going to go, you know, I'm summer, good weather. I'm going to hang out with everyone and throw parties and uh, yeah. and then. You know, come the fall, you know, everyone is, you know, has it's opened back up the floodgates again for the healthcare system that we're back to close down. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was uh, I think it was Huntington Beach in, in California. They said that people are allowed to, you know, walk through the parks and the beaches. And the next day there was people having picnics and throwing the football and just chilling on the beach, you know, just packed. Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, it's going to yeah, be interesting I mean, to see, like, once, you know, when the slowly the allowance is coming back and then you know maybe one spot is just going to explode with more cases of whatever you know and then that yeah. and then that pushes everything back but i mean we'll never see that until it happens aaron fry saying again here airbnb could change to just doing short-term rentals like of i guess you know three four months that makes sense uh, that's a good that's a I good mean, way a property of doing management it. property management. A prop, you know more of a, a property management <clears throat> tool yeah no it's uh It'll be interesting to see how some of these companies adapt and and uh, and change their you know con- business continuity plans. You know how they would go about business and disruption and 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 things like that. It'll be interesting, I think, for a lot of these business models how they'll adapt or change or or just fail altogether. Yeah, we don't want anyone to fail. <laughs> we no. want everyone to succeed. No, not at all. I'm just- not at all. We- which as, as retail opens up as well over the next week and allow curbside delivery, people, please support your small local businesses. Yeah. Um, you know, stop stop ordering from Amazon, pay the extra couple bucks to get it from the, the store down the road from you. That, you know, that business owner is hurting, having to get that $40,000 loan from the, from the government, yeah. which, you know, they have to repay. It's not free money, uh, things like that. So it's true. And people get lazy, though. <laughs> people are lazy and Amazon's convenient. I mean, it's terrible, but I, you know. Oh, I, I mean, I'm I'm just as guilty yeah. of it. I think we've had more parcel deliveries this week <laughs> than ever in my lifetime uh, combined. But 
between Amazon and Wayfair and you know whatever else. But um, yeah, my my street is definitely getting tire grooves from the amount of like FedEx, Purelater, and uh, <laughs> Intel Com and everything else that just rolls by here permanently. It's just a train of trucks. I got. Uh, <laughs> I could be my neighbor, but I don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, I got a question here from Hanif again. He's got lots of good comments. Perhaps to small businesses, i.e. hotels that are owned by local owners, um, buyers that are being affected need to move to a hotel, motel. It'd still be cheaper than Airbnb, and it's helping a business that's been affected by COVID. I guess I, I understand the comment, but I think maybe a lot of people will have families. It's not great just to move into a hotel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, or, a, or more of a hotbed for, uh, yeah. you know, infection, if you will. Right? With too, too much, yeah. what's uh, here is another question, but wasn't there a rule by our mayor, we're limited to one residence that can only be used as the Airbnb and not one owner with multiple units, primary so that rule and extra Airbnb, yeah. That's been proposed, but it hasn't been enacted yet. Okay. Um, so it's, it's been proposed, it hasn't been, it'll likely get argued like it did in Toronto, it went through, uh, you know, there was a lawsuit in Toronto as well when they first, and you know, that took, like a year and a half or two years and it'll likely be the same in ottawa um so it hasn't yeah it hasn't come into okay. to pass yet but that's certainly something in the you know docket anyways that will certainly affect um again airbnbs and, and those short-term rentals but okay well let's get off the airbnb topic here in the short-term yeah. rentals i think we're done are we done, everyone? <laughs> Funny, actually, I, I want to say one more thing. Actually, my Go daughter ahead. was uh, my daughter was looking at Airbnbs actually in our neighborhood here, and some of the homes that we love most that we completely thought were owner occupied, young families. You know, if we see kids running around, no Airbnbs, uh, just just pumping new people in there all <laughs> really, the time. Eh? <laughs> yeah, there's a new infill on my street that completely thought it was like a young family Airbnb. And there's another one like old, um, kind of like colonial home Airbnb. Just. <laughs> Just awesome. That's crazy. But, I mean, it's uh, it's cool to see. You just never know. It's it might be a fun thing for people watching to just go onto Airbnb and do a map of your neighborhood and see <laughs> see who's got their their shit listed. It's <laughs> it's true. I imagine there's way more. I mean, there's way more around than we even think of. You know, on the street, it's like yeah. when, it's like when people used to grow pot in their homes. There was way more than you ever thought there was. I mean. You mean used to or still do, just can't legally? Sorry, yeah, you I mean, guess. You mean I'm, I'm, going, I'm going back. I'm going way back. Yeah. You mean illegal cannabis? Illegal. No, back legal then. Cannabis? Legal? Yeah. 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 I'm going back in time here. Anyways, um, so buying versus selling right now. Dave and I talked about this a bit when, uh, Paul, you were trying to get set up there. Um, you know. <laughs> I think, uh, or, or were we talking about, or was I talking about that with Andre? God, I'm just in a weird space this morning. You um, got a lot of convos going I, I got on. A, I got a lot of conversations <laughs> happening early today. And I, I think I'm just ready to, to call it. I think after this, I'm done. I'm going home. Greg, uh, Greg has interviews in his dreams. He just, <laughs> he just interviews 24-7. Pretty much. It's pretty much God, how are things up there? It's my life right now. Um, yeah. You know, so we're looking at the market where the sales are, the sales are down year over year, but the prices are, are they're maintaining, but I, they're starting to slowly go up, you know, and we're getting multiple offers all the time here. And, and people are sitting there thinking it's going to be a balanced market. Um, we're going to wait. And then I'm just sitting here going, well, the sales are down. There's not as much on the market. I mean, the good stuff is still going in multiple offers. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, anyone who's waiting for anything, 
I mean, I, I don't know. Again, you know, we always say this. We can't predict it. But with the way things are going now, people are starting to come out and they're getting moving. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Ottawa is certainly different than an Alberta market or you know, anything like of that. Course. But it's, um, I think there's still so much pent-up demand. Yes. Yeah. You know, again, we, you know, we've said it each week since, you know, we, we, we brought back the Friday wrap up. It's right now it's it's a pause on the sales numbers and it's a pause on the listings. It's, you know, the, the amount of people that we have pre-approved in the hopper, like just trying to find places or, yeah. or waiting to look is is astronomical. Um you know, and I think as people, as listings come back on slowly, that those will be continue being picked up. I mean, Ottawa's just we've we've got such a strong, um, a strong landscape like, and employment landscape. Like here, I have the stats for. Uh, let me just go back here. We're doing weekly stats at Blue Panda instead of monthly stats, just to get a better yeah. picture of this. So you know, it's been the same the last few weeks, the same amount of sales basically. But the last week. You know, we went up 12% for sales, residential homes across the city. Um, average list to sale price, zero plus 0.3%, so up. Um, That's actual closings last week? This is solds, not closings. So firm, sold firm, last firm week, sales. so yes. Yeah. So they would have been listed probably yeah. January, February. Or maybe, maybe, 121, that, that, I don't, that stat I don't have. 121, 44 conditionally sold. That's up 12% from the week before. Average sale price. 570 up 2.6 percent from the week before um average days on markets the same it's about 14 it's always between 10 to 15 days um condominiums were down last week they're up up this week the amount sold average list to sale price plus 1.9 like plus two percent almost lots of green average sale price is down a bit in condos and average days on market 13. i mean it's just interesting to look at it week over week it's kind of mm -hmm. it's kind of the same um but, you know, overall sales are down, but those prices just aren't changing. I got one that I was looking at the other day. Condo, amazing loft. It's They had like, I don't know how many showings they've had to date. They had, I think, 10 when I went in, 369. Condo fee of 570. And are doing offers on Monday. The thing's going to sell for 400 in a second. Is that that beautiful uh, loft? Like old school house? Yeah. Well, it's a, it's oh, a, yeah, cool it's spot. insane. It looks like a yeah. New York City old Montreal loft or whatever it's. <laughs> If, if you don't if you want more offers on it you should keep talking about it if you want a chance of your client getting it we should probably uh... <laughs> <laughs> located in montreal yeah. Yeah. yeah but you know and and every agent i'm talking to they're putting homes on the market and they're still selling in multiples i mean yeah. uh so I, I anyways i guess my advice to the general public right now is when i'm talking if they, and we've said this before if you if you want to buy buy you know, talk to your professional or talk to us and, and, and get on with it because uh, I think... I think I think as busy as we think it is now, like it stayed steady, it's still the calm before the storm. Oh, a bit. big time. You know, like anyone anyone who's thinking of buying, like you should be out there yesterday. Yeah. You know, all, all this is happening because in a month from now, yes. we are going to see the 20 multiple offers and that we're going to be yes. back at that, you know? And I can feel it. My, my, my phone's starting to ring more, you know? I need to sell. I need to buy. I need to buy. I need to buy. I'm like, okay. So it's like, you know, and I know that I'm not the only one that's getting these calls. There's going to be a, a massive wave of whatever. Hopefully not another wave of COVID. Hopefully a wave of paradise 
for um, <laughs> for home buyers and home sellers in Ottawa, basically, you know. Do you, is there is there a, a is there a pocket of the air or pockets of the city that you're finding are getting the most amount of action right now? Like, is it is it still Orleans and Stittsville, Canada kind of areas, or is it or you know, is there different areas that are? I will say that up? I have not been uh, checking that detailed. So I, or even your clients, or you're at clients. I, I know you're in Orleans, yeah, but is there? I don't have an answer I, for that really. Like my yeah. clients, the last few clients I've had have been basically in the center town. I mean, I was, sorry, I shouldn't say that. It's been East End, so Orleans, Pineview, um, Vanier. Um, French, the French Quarter. The, Fr the French Quarter. That's <laughs> you know, I, I've been um, I've been looking around those spots like basically where i need to be working to you know to catch up but i haven't been uh i don't know what's like a serious serious hot spot right now i mean i imagine it's a bit of the same as before hmm. um but uh, you know this the standard stuff i mean always in the core and you know the west boroughs and hintonburgs and then you know the hot suburbs but um i noticed that the price points out east anything over 600 is taking a little bit longer to sell Anything between seven and eight mm -hmm. is taking a long time to sell. Anything over that, you know? So yeah. there's, and I've noticed that there's more inventory coming out in the East End at those price points, which that's very interesting. So I think, so yeah, let's, let's, let's mention that. I think. I talked to you Orleans luxury. My, my opinion, up. my opinion, uh, you know, it's, that's my personal opinion is that the prices are going to drop at homes over 650 for sure in the next little while but i think that the 250 well that you know the 200 if that even exists 200 to the 500 is going to keep is going to keep moving um yeah i think i think there's less focus on the on the bigger properties especially now because people are a little bit worried about their money mm -hmm. and i don't even know if they'll get approved because i have noticed a big influx of properties over 700,000 in the last little bit and they're all just sitting you know mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I think it's uh, I think it's a very fair assessment. I mean, really, it is. It's be, you know harder to qualify, like you said. People also maybe you know worried about their cash flow, or will there be another stoppage? You know, I need to worry about my cash flow and and put those you know extra shekels into savings account for for a rainy day if if yeah. you know another one of this exact pandemics pop up. Um, yeah, no, it's a uh, interesting point. We'll see. We'll see. Anything else, boys? Yeah. Anything else we want to go on here? Any hot topics? Or are we just getting into some jokes? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. We, we know we got the fans of the jokes. You know, we got... Uh... I'm pretty sure people tune in just for the jokes, to be honest. Aaron, Aaron, Where do we stand absolutely. with the mugs? Aaron Fry's making some hot points here today. She's, you know, just going back to the, the pricing. She's saying, like, you know, those a lot of those proper, the bigger properties are coming on the market because... Uh, people are downsizing yeah you know oh and let's not forget yeah. about the stock market crashed uh-huh yeah <laughs> I mean, it has however you know the market crashed but it's definitely bounced back it had the biggest yeah. april uh in i think it's in history um and uh and really the market's by and large only down about 10 to 15 percent so oh, good to know. most people most people's portfolios at you know really got destroyed have bounced back unless they happen to be in like certain subsectors right. heavily in airlines and uh and travel then you know they really got you know they're still way down but um yeah 
by and large, a lot of, if you're diversified, those have come back, thankfully, but uh, still something people are cognizant of as well. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people just kind of pulled out of the whole real estate. I mean, everything, you know, when that kind of happened, but uh, we'll see where it goes now. Paul? Yeah, yeah no, I, I was just... <laughs> oh, I thought you were focused on some, uh, some jokes. I was, I was trying, yeah, usually, you know, I'll be honest, my brother typically sends me uh, Friday mood boosts in my email, and they were not sent today, so I'm going to have to... Uh, it's, Tim's, it's Tim's fault. We're it's just, Tim's we're, fault. We're just terrible today. We, I mean, we did have a good chat. There's some good, there's some good value, but uh, man, wow. I have a few here. Go ahead. They're just not going to be Go as ahead. great. Um, why didn't the vampire attack Taylor Swift? So, say that again. Why didn't the vampire attack Taylor Swift? Why didn't the vampire attack Taylor Swift? Because she had bad blood. Oh, wow. man. Oh, man. <laughs> keep it. Keep them coming. Uh, keep them coming. Of all, the, of all the inventions of the last hundred years, the dry erase board has to be the most remarkable. Another amazing one. <laughs> Another amazing one. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm just going to leave it there. Wow. We're, wow. we're a couple of pretty, we're a three pretty it, hilarious guys okay, this I was, morning. I was, I was drinking my milkshake on a cliff and thought, wow, this is legendary. <laughs> I get a kick. Legendary. Out I, I, I laugh out loud. Oh, by the way, speaking of laughing out loud, did you guys see the the vlog that Tom Green posted up that it, in my feed? I'll share it with you if you haven't. He just he's been doing these vlogs, dude. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on YouTube. Number three is hilarious with the hands. Where he's talking about <laughs> his, I've, I've watched, people talking dude, with watched, their hands. It's fucking funny. I watched some of his old videos from yeah. like back in the day when we were in high school, and uh, even just the dumb shit, like him ordering the sandwich. And one of the times he ran on the soccer fields to like playing music and just being like a buffoon, basically. My brother was one of the referees, so it's hilarious oh, yeah. watching the videos from like Hornet's Nest in yeah, you know, yeah. 1996 <laughs> when nobody awesome. had a camcorder. That's awesome. Yeah. His parents lived uh, lived around the corner from uh, from us, and, and he painted his parents' yeah, yeah. house plaid oh, yeah. one day, and it was like it was just. Oh, you so you, you remember that? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. wow, crazy. Yeah. I yeah, think when, Greg, he on, when he was on Rogers 22. When he was yeah, on yeah, Rogers yeah, 22. Of course. Uh, I think I'd, I'd, off Eastville. I'd already, yeah, I was on Eastville. <laughs> I think I'm, I moved to Vancouver at that point, though. Anyways. Right, I got one last. I got okay, one go last ahead, one. Go here. ahead. To, to try to get people into the summer mood, I made a playlist for hiking. It has music from Peanuts, The Cranberries, and Eminem. I call okay. it my trail mix. Okay. Okay. I get it. I'm not laughing too hard. I'll have, at that better, one, ones. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have better ones next week. Okay. I'll blame yeah. Tim. Blame my yeah. brother. I think we'll make sure that Tim gets you that email uh, post haste. Yeah. <laughs> I should actually I should tag his wife on Facebook and be like, get Tim to send me. <laughs> he doesn't have Facebook. He's uh, he's living he's in the one 80s. of those guy. Eh? Okay. Yeah. Okay, boys. Well, he's, uh, he's one of the smart people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Off the radar. I know. <laughs> Apparently, we would have been smart to stay off Facebook today. Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize, everyone. Is, uh, <laughs> you just wasted. You just wasted <laughs> twenty minutes of your life. <laughs> the content was good. They, content they, was yeah, good. we did have some good content. Technically, technically, technology not no, so good. Not so good. Ex execution, execution, yeah. terrible yeah. content. 
decent. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit of a fail today. Anyways, okay. Love you guys. Everybody, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. The Friday wrap-up. You can go check us out on our page at the Friday wrap-up. And um, we're going to start broadcasting on, on audio, I believe, next week. That should be up. And we'll, and we'll have a better episode next uh, week. Yeah, and I don't even, I don't even know. Come, come with the fire. I, I don't even know if we're repurposing this one. The content was great, but whatever else is just, this is just a comedy. This is like a terrible comedy today. Okay, boys. Love you. All right. <laughs> Good chat. Talk to you later. <laughs> the Friday Wrap-Up. Brought to you by Blue Panda Realty Orleans and Referral Mortgages. Podcast recording and editing, courtesy Big Stuff Productions.